Now stay tuned for Spaces. Activate your imagination, engage active listening skills, and prepare to be auditorily entertained as we blast off to an outer space distant future adventure. Spaces follows the exploits of two humans traveling the stars. Their names, Ensign Jock Jr. and Commander Rash Blasterbelt. Their mission, to explore space, protect the innocent, and guard the universe against bad guys at all costs. They are Intergalactic Space Guardians. Set your blaster to listening. For tonight's episode of Spaces, trust is a four-letter word. But first... Are you tired of eating solid foods? Does your dentist scold you for chewing too much? Are your teeth wearing away with each bite you take? If you answered no to even just one of those questions, then you are one of millions of Americans who are wrong. Chewing foods erodes your teeth and can lead to total oral decay. The key to defeating this? Soup. Yes, we here at Soup Incorporated have the only answer, and it's our soup. Surprise your family today with one of our hundreds of delicious soups that require no chewing at all. Soup brand soup. If you care even a little bit about yourself or anyone else, you'll eat only that from now on. As we begin our story, take a moment to distance yourself from the maelstrom of anxiety previously known as life. We take you back to a time where we look to the future. A future covered in mylar and chrome, where humankind has long since left Earth and joined many a spacefaring civilization just trying to make a buck among the stars. Our adventure begins on the bridge of the ISGSS Urbaniac, a sleek Venture Class 2-man rocket. We join the champions of the righteousness, the can-doers of justice, and the heroes of our hearts, Ensign Jock Jr. and Commander Rash Blasterbelt, aboard the Urbaniac in the middle of a most heated debate. Sir, you can't do that. The flux transponster will overheat. Good, Jock. It has to be hot to work. That's incorrect, sir. If you've read the instructions... Space the instructions, and space reading in general. I've done this... Hundreds of times. Sir, I'm telling you, it's dangerous. Jock, it's a microwavable space Rito. I'll be fine. But you can't microwave the sleeve. It has an aluminum lining. You'll cause a fire. Fush, Jock. No! Stay back. I'm hungry. With a flash of light that spells culinary doom for Rash's space Rito, flames erupt in the space microwave, setting off the ISGSS Urbaniac's fire detector. Charles, the sentient shipboard computer, springs into action. A fire has been detected in the space microwave, says... Yeah, we know, Charles. You don't have to rub it in. Setting blaster to extinguish. Click, click. No, you'll ruin it! No! Fire extinguished. You ruined it! That was my last space Rito! You ruined it when you burned it in the space microwave. Why didn't you listen to me? Because I thought I was right. Uh -uh. 
Sir, sometimes I wonder uh-uh. when you'll start trusting me. How about you trusting me, huh? Uh-uh. Maybe I like my space Ritos burned. Sirs, we are receiving a distress signal from a neighboring ship. Bring them up, Charles. This is Jock Jr. of the ISGSS Urbaniac. How may we be of assistance? Hello? 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 Yes, hello? Yes, hello? Hi. May we help you? Yes. Okay, how? How? Yes, how? How may we be of assistance? Oh, assistance. Yes, assistance. Do you need assistance? You sent out a category purple distress call. Did I? Yes, you did. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's fine. Just please tell me what you need. Oh, don't trouble yourself with me. Yeah, forget it, Ensign. She must have spat out her dentures on the controls and hit the distress button. Whether she did or not, we're required to respond as though it was a real emergency. We are? Yes. Section 7 of the ISG Handbook. Give me that. Hey! Lady, what do you want? Yes, can you help me? Sounds like we have to. What's wrong? I'm looking for the library. The library? Yes, Where's the library? Which library? Oh, any library. Jock, are we near a library? Sir, we're in space. We're not near anything. Charles! Yeah. Yes? What? No, not you. What? All right, then. Never mind. No, not you. What? I do not understand, sir. Ugh. After uttering a raspy, authoritative growl, our quick-thinking commander flicks his pointier wrist of fingers, swiftly clicking a convenient switch that mutes all outgoing transmissions, allowing him to speak directly to Charles without interference from the confused old woman. Click. Charles? Chart a course to the nearest library. Calculating. Now the incredible rash blaster belt again flicks the switch that... Flick! All right, lady. Once our computer tabulates the little lines on the chart that make you go places, we'll send them over, and you can be on your way. Oh, can you go and I'll follow? Lady, we're on a mission. We've got to go to a... Space gas station and get more space Ritos. Not to mention, we probably have to go to the Empire of Big Box stores and have Jock plead with the Council of Elders for a new space microwave. Actually, sir, whether she intended to send it or not, Intergalactic Code stipulates that we provide an armed escort for anyone sending out a level purple distress signal. Oh, well, actually, if you'll recall the charter made by the delicious uh, kitchen discovery I made four weeks ago, you'll note that space Ritos take precedence over any distress signal response, no matter how purple. The code stipulates we just give her directions and get some food. That's not how I talk, sir. Well, that's how you sound. Sir, your hunger and a charter you just made up play no role in what the ISG handbook stipulates we do. Fine but I still maintain that I did a spot-on impression of you. I'm sorry. What's going on? We're leading you to the library. Right after these messages. Well, howdy, partners. Are you sick of city life? 
All that traffic got you down. We'll endure just a little bit of it on your way out to Western land. Bring the kids. Bring your spouse. Bring your parents. Bring anyone who wants to know what it's like to get in an old bar fight. Hide behind some shutters during a shootout. Or drink some non-federally regulated sarsaparilla. At Western Land, all your wildest Western-only themed fantasies can come true. The best part about Western Land is none of our staff are robots. So they won't kill you. How about that for an idea? So load up the wagon, hitch up your horses, and say goodbye to FDA and OSHA jurisdiction thanks to a nifty legal loophole out at Western Land. Just take exit 75 on I-90. See you there. And now, back to the show. Ah. Well, it was a boring journey, but here we are at an even more boring destination. The Dewey Decimal System. Are you fine on your own? Could you come in with me? Ugh. Uh, do we have to? According to Vine. Our heroes exit the ISGSS Urbaniac to the loading dock of the Library Planet, a worldwide metropolis of knowledge with books on top of books on top of books. Wow, look at all those books. Why do we even have this many books? I thought all books were dumped into a black hole when we invented e-readers. While that is true, the universe on the other side of the black hole dumped them all back, coalescing into a whole solar system of leather-bound knowledge. Seems like these aliens just got stuck with two universes' trash. This isn't trash. Septillions of trees and millions of aliens that looked a lot like trees died so their bodies could be processed and information could be recorded and passed down through the centuries. So this whole system is just one giant cemetery? Precisely. And like any other cemetery, we must treat it with respect. Shh! We're entering the cemetery now. And enter the semi-library they do. Massive wooden doors slowly creak apart, opening into a grand foyer. Scholars from every race across the stars mill about, searching the halls for knowledge. Sure are a lot of weird-looking nerds here. Sir, each person in here is seeking something. Look at them. They've got a book on quantum mechanics. Over there is someone reading about the collapse of the Quilgoidian army at the Battle of Lumbrachnion. And how about them? They're using a personal console to study anatomy. Jock, I'm pretty sure that's porn. <laughs> Sir, that's... Oh. Oh. This way, you two. The book I need is through here. Jostle, 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 jostle. It's locked. So? So we can't go through here. It's probably against the rules or something. But you have to help me. You promised. I... we, uh... Come on, Jock. We came all this way. What's one locked door? I just don't think we should upset the librarians. You don't want to upset librarians? Librarians. That's 
who you're worried about. Librarians. Yes. Librarians. Yes. Seems like you're already on their bad side. Here, I'll set my blaster to unlock. No. Ding, sir. We are in. Thank you. The old lady creaks open the door and shuffles her way through, leading our heroes into the locked hall of forbidden knowledge. Sir, I really don't think we should be in here. The door was locked. I know for a fact we shouldn't be in here. So we should turn around and leave. Jock, in our time together, you've shown me that we've sworn an oath to do these kinds of things, too. Not every adventure is shooting bad guys and blowing up planets. Sometimes, we've got to help out nice old ladies by grave-robbing smelly cemeteries. But, sir, over here... You see that book way up there? Lady, it's a shelf. It's all books. Yes, but I want that one. That book up there that started humming the second you pointed at it? Mm-hmm. All right, where's the ladder? Sir, I really don't think we should grab that book for her. Why? Just because it's clearly evil? Yes. What about regulations and rules? Aren't we supposed to grab the book? Isn't there some code that says we have to grab every book, no matter how obviously evil it is? Technically, we can disregard the code at our discretion. Wait, so are you telling me we can just not follow protocol anytime we want to? That is protocol, yes. So we didn't even have to come here in the first place? We could have just gotten more space Ritos? And you could be in the hall of big box stores groveling at the feet of Council of Elders for a new space microwave as we speak? I don't see why they stopped letting people just buy products from them. I am shocked, Jock. Shocked and hurt. Why are you talking like that? I guess this is just how I talk when I'm shocked and or hurt. But truthfully, I wouldn't know, because I don't shock or hurt easily. But that and your betrayal aside, I say, we came all this way, let's just give her the book. What? Why? I never left a mission unfinished, Jock. It's my legacy. That's not true. You want to talk about not true, Jock? How about isn't it true that we didn't have to do any of this? Is that not true? Is it not true that it wasn't true that we... Didn't have to... I'm getting the book. No, sir, don't. Not listening to Jack's pleas, our commander reaches the stretchiest of reaches and grasps the super evil book. What's happening? The whole hall of forbidden knowledge starts rumbling, jostling everything that can be jostled. Our heroes look from the evil book they grab to Doris, the kind old woman, but she's looking a whole lot less kind and an equal amount less old, and she's transformed into some sort of evil space lady. Bring the book to me. Sir. Bring it here, Commander Blaster Belt, so, so I may fill every ocean on every planet in every galaxy with blood. Okie dokie, just following the rules like a good little space boy scout. Sir, please, for the love of all life, 
everywhere. Don't give the book to her. According to protocol, I have to. Here you go, lady. You're not hey. giving this to her. I can't let you. Jock, that's not very protocol-y. Let it go. It's time to hand the book over to the nice lady. Invictus ergo corpus. She's not a nice lady. She's some kind of a space succubus. You can just say space cubus. No, I can't. Nobody will know what I'm talking about. Just then, the doors to the Forbidden Hall are flung open by a group of menacing librarians. <gasps> oh no, a librarian! You two are coming with me! The space we are! Clunk, clunk! Oof, oof! Thud, thud! We'll return you to Spaces in just a moment, but first, a word from... Uh, me. My name is Zalo, and I'm up for anything. Do you like eating? I can cook. Do you like yelling? I can take it. Do you like going for long drives and sitting in comfortable silence? I can put up with doing that. I will do pretty much anything you want. So if your interests are of interest to you, feel free to give me a call on any payphone. I'm usually near one of those. Okay, that's all I have to say. Thank you for listening to my ad. And until we say hello, goodbye. Good lord. Uh, um, back to spaces. Our heroes awake on the musty floor in the mustiest hall the librarians could muster. The Hall of Judgment. Ugh! Bosh, my head... Sir, swearing isn't going to help us. This stupid planet's already so filled with dust, why'd they have to go conk me on my noggin? You'll be fine. I am awash in a galaxy of head-related pain. Two things have happened to you. Shh! You kneel in a hallowed hall. Now rise before his grand eminence, the head librarian. You two stand accused of attempting to steal a book. How do you plead? We were just taking it so we... So you admit it. That's guilt, then. I sentence you to the worst punishment I can dole out as a librarian. Are you going to make us reshelve books? Yeah, or do something else library-related. No. You two shall take part in an all-out gladiator-style fight to the death. Dun, 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 dun. What? What? Are for some reason shirtless and a little glistening heroes are forcibly tossed into the arena. What they at first imagined to be blinding sunlight is actually the unflattering glow of a million fluorescent tubes, at least half of which are in desperate need of replacing. Thousands of aliens line the stands cheering for their favorite combatant. But you know, quietly, because they're in a library. The head librarian takes his place of honor in the stands, followed by the old woman from earlier. 
Ensign Jock Jr. and Commander Blasterbelt, you have been proven guilty by me just a few moments ago of the worst crime imaginable. Stealing a book. Furthermore, you were stealing it from this poor old woman. She is not a poor old woman. She is an evil, cheap, shifty lady. And at first we were stealing it for her. If anything, she should be down here too. Jock, it's going to be sad enough when I easily kill you. I don't want to also have to beat her to death. Who says you'd beat me? Ha! Uh, everyone? Choose your weapons from the shelf of death. Those are all just books. Choose. Hmm. 100 through 199 is strangling. 200 to 299 is making people blow up with your mind. This one looks good. What section is that from? I don't know. I just grabbed a heavy one. I think I can club you to death with it in just a few bonks. Fine. I have one, too. The Practical Guide to Beginner Space Karate, Advanced Salad Making Techniques, and Integrated Business Strategies, How to Chop Your Way to the Top. I think the two black holes these books went through condensed them a bit. Bonk. Ow! Yeah, and stay bonked. I didn't hear a whistle or anything to indicate the start. Oh, just go kill each other. Okay, let's see here. Chapter one, Caesar the Day. Bonk. Ah, why are you actually hitting me? Kill each other more quietly. People are trying to read. Fine. Sir, why are you doing this? Shouldn't we be trying to escape? Maybe after I get a few more bonks in. But for now, this is very cathartic. Cathartic? Why? Are you actually mad at me? Yes, Jock, I am. Why? For one, you made me come to this smelly cemetery planet in the first place. And for two, this is not the first time you've done something like this. Something like what? Followed protocol? No, followed only part of protocol to drag me along to some place I don't want to go. What are you talking about? Stardate 7 Quibillion Point 4. You said we had to go give that space pretzel freighter a jump when it was stranded on the intergalactic byway, when the code stipulated that all we were required to do was wait for their insurance company to send out a tow ship. So? The ship had been contaminated with flesh-eating pretzel mimic snakes. I almost lost my tongue to one of those. If we had just stayed on the ship, I wouldn't have all these holes in my tongue. Okay, so your tongue looks like you went through a weird tongue-piercing phase. Stardate triangle and a half. You made us rescue that boy who got stuck in a gravitational well. That was a good thing. Yes, but when time was moving slower for us in there, you made me miss the Battle of the Space Dragons. A whole galaxy was vaporized in that. It was the sporting event of the millennium. 
I had to watch highlight reels after it was over like someone who's only casually interested in space dragon battles and not someone who's fanatically devoted to them. You've never expressed any interest in this topic before. And what about today, huh? We could have taken a vote once it became clear that the old lady just hit the wrong button on her console and be knee-deep in space Ritos right now. Wait, how do you know about taking votes to disregard protocol? Because I read the ISG handbook. You read a thing? Cover to cover, baby. Looked at the print and symbols and absorbed the information they represented as I flipped the physical pages with my fingers and everything. Well, yeah, I guess that is everything that reading involves, but... So now you know. Now you know the rules. You're upset that I've been the one who's had to remember them this whole time? No, I'm upset because you lied to me about them. We both know you know every rule in that handbook by heart, and you continually kept me in the dark, so we did what you wanted to do without regarding my feelings. It's not my fault you never read the handbook! No, but it is your fault for manipulating me, which, in addition to being a violation of protocol, is also a big no-no on the big no-no list I taped to the space fridge. You're right, sir. I violated protocol. You have every right to discharge me from your command and subsequently club me to death with that very heavy book in this weird arena. Jock, I don't care about protocol. You don't? No, I never have. That's... You should know that by now. I care that you went against another thing I read. A phrase that we got matching tattoos of at the back alley tattoo shop in Lost Spacegus. We promise to never talk about those tattoos again. What happens in Spacegus stays in Spacegus. Tattoos go wherever people go, Jock. You're right, sir. What I did was wrong. I wasn't being a best bud for life. I'm... Sorry. That's all I wanted to hear. All right, everyone. He said sorry. What's going on? After weeks of planning, space phone calling, and a few bribes to local officials, I did it. I tricked you into feeling bad for me. What? So this whole thing was just one big prank? Yeah. I just said that. Sir, how could you? How could I keep you in the dark and manipulate oh, you? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it now. Doesn't feel good, does it? No, it doesn't. But now I understand. Good. So, we're even? Even? No, we've got about 11 more of these left. You've got a real bad problem about doing this sort of thing. But we're free to go? Yes. You two are free to leave. Whenever you like. Oh, my space. What a relief. And and the old woman, she was in on it, too? Tracked her down and asked her for a good old favor. She was really convincing with how menacing she became when she got near that book up there. This book here? Yes. It's an amalgamated tome of the most evil things in two universes. Anyone who gets it would be very powerful indeed. Ah! <laughs> with, with this, this text, text, I will, I will turn, turn everyone in the galaxy to dust! Ha ha. You can drop the act now, Doris. It's all over. Farewell for now, Commander Blaster Belt. I'm off to destroy everything. Whoa, she 
sprouted bat wings and flew away. Yeah, I guess I didn't vet her well enough. So she really was a space cubus after all. A what? A space succubus. Then just say that. When you try to combine words, nobody knows what you're talking about. I don't... have... time. We have to go stop her before she... ends all life. Do we really, Jock? Do we... really? Yes! Yeah, I think you're right about that. Pretty sure that's the first rule in the book. Let's go. Will our heroes track down and stop the evil they unleashed upon the universe like they're supposed to? Will they get space Ritos in a new space microwave? Or will they go on a third and entirely unrelated adventure? Find out in the next episode of Spacey's entitled Unnamed Third and Entirely Unrelated Adventure Episode. <laughs> Tonight's episode of Spacey's, Trust is a Four-Letter Word, was written by Frank Roberts, produced by Dylan Twiner, and starred Frank Roberts as Ensign Jock Jr., Paul Richter as Commander Rash Blasterbelt, Dylan Twiner as Charles and all the librarians, Thomas Robinson as the narrator, and myself, Nana Curley, as Doris, the secret space cubus. Spacey's is recorded in Tacoma, Washington, and Arvada, Colorado. do 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 do